Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Starbucks Pistachio Latte will transport you to your happy place. The comforting flavor of pistachio, warm espresso and milk, all with a brown buttery topping. Make today a good day. Order ahead on the Starbucks app. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Who Cares About the Rock Hall, a podcast about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm your host, Joe Quazala. I know too much about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And for that, today, I'm not apologizing for it. Hey, uh, good for you. With me, as always, is my co-host. She knows more about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame than she ever thought she would, much to her dismay. It's Kristen Studdard. That's right. It's your girl. K-Stud on the mic. <laughs> welcome. Welcome back. There's no welcome back. You nope. never left. No, nope, I never left. I'm always here. I have never, I've never not been here. True. Very true. Um, and we are doing a string of special episodes here as we... Oh my gosh. Is I, it? I, I can't. This is going to be the first time I think it's been said in months. I mean, I suppose you could say oh, no. that we are doing special coverage. <laughs> Leading up to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Class of 2020 list of nominations. List of nominations? <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah. list of nominations. No, no, it is. Don't it come is. at me. Hey, I'm not. That's what I'm a ballot not. is. Special coverage. At any rate, it's special coverage. So we're doing fun episodes? I think so. Our draft was fun. Our mm-hmm. FYE episode was fun. Mm-hmm. And now uh, we're, we're getting as close as we uh, could possibly get as far as i know to the nomination announcement so we're going to be kind of going over what to expect a little primer will joe prank my ass again <laughs> i'll be a, on the lookout we have a guest here very happy to have her a return guest she was once here advocating for the foo fighters ah yes and she also watched the 2015 <laughs> ceremony with us was the tw- no remind me was the 2015 one good yeah it was great was that the nirvana one no it was the ringo green day bill withers one Yes, but the weird. The, okay, oh the bill. Yeah, yeah, that was a that pretty. Was a that one. was a really good one. I'm going to introduce her so she can also oh, talk. Yeah, Allie Gertz. Hello. <laughs> hey, <Allie. laughs> Joe is watching me uh, try my darndest to be polite and not weigh in on stuff. I have opinions on. I think you're <laughs> I'm bad allowed. at that. <laughs> I I started talking before I got introduced. It's true, but it's yeah. your podcast, mm-hmm. honey. She's, she's just trying I got to observe. Why? Obs- <laughs> <laughs> observe some decorum. You know, I. Uh, have not stopped thinking about that uh, thing that we watched. That ceremony? <laughs> it was so good. It's a really great I, ceremony. It changed my life. I'm not even joking. I thought it was so good. I learned about a lot of um, musicians, and I love them all. From, yeah, from was, Paul Butterfield. Was, that was the Paul Butterfield Blues Band yeah. year. 
was can you tell me joe who was inducted that year then yeah of course uh, it was Joan Jett and the Black Hearts, which was amazing, and <gasps> that she was, was sexier great... than ever. So that opened yes, the ceremony. That was first, mm-hmm. right? And then Stevie Ray Vaughan mm-hmm. and Double Trouble, Paul Butterfield Blues Band. I, they were all wearing overalls. There were twenty-five of them of varying ages. Uh, what do you mean? Right? Were wasn't there like a cover band that's like children wearing overalls? <laughs> uh, for the Paul Butterfield Blues Band? Am I wrong? Yes. Which one had the? Um... <laughs> there was so a guy named Elvin Bishop. Who was one of the few surviving members of the Paul Butterfield Blues Band? They all wore they all wore overalls, right? They're, he was wearing overalls. He wore overalls. I guess I, I have a thing where if one person's wearing overalls, I see everyone nearby wearing overalls. You extrapolate. Is that weird? That's, that seems like <laughs> no, a it's very normal. A lot disorder. of people it happens to a lot of so people. So you're saying it was one man and not twelve children? Some, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I suppose they could have been stacked on top of each other, <laughs> emulating the movements of a man. Was he? Did he give a very moving speech in overalls? It was pretty sweet. I think he was I an rem- old man, I that. and he was saying things like, "I remember when there wasn't rock and roll." Oh, that's right. And then uh, Green Day. Excuse me. Withers. Bill Withers. My man. Green Day. And Bill Withers just sitting next to Stevie Wonder. That was the coolest yeah. shit. Yeah. Just because uh, that was a cool. I really liked that. It was a great ceremony. I'm sorry. Lou, I, Lou Reed. Lou, oh, yeah. And his uh, Laurie Anderson gave this really great speech. Yeah, as like an acceptance in his uh, yeah. absence. Yeah. To me, it felt like my birthday. It was fun. <laughs> All my friends are here. <laughs> I had cake. We did also watch it in the mansion, too, which that's part yeah, of it. We watched it in a beautiful screening room. I had a free room. dinner. That was great. Yeah. Yeah, it was good times. And then one of the all-time great jams at the end where it's Ringo with everybody. Because everybody wanted to play with Ringo. I've since uh, gotten the opportunity to see Ringo play with Paul McCartney at the Paul McCartney Show. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was funny because a lot of people were freaking out. And I was just like... This is so f- funny because everyone was dunking on Ringo in that video. <laughs> everyone thinks Ringo sucks, except Wait, for me, of course. In what video? There was a little video that was um, people dis- uh, in-, in the ceremony that we watched. There were people uh, talking about how Ringo plays and what a distinct the style he has on drums. I, mean, I, I thought there was tribute. It, it was a tribute. It was a tribute. But, but Allie... if you watch for the subtle, nuanced uh, way in which Paul McCartney's drummer speaks about it, it's a little bit of a diss and it makes me laugh. Because um, what does he say? He's like, well... He, well he, oh, he, he, like, uh, uh, I don't know. He's 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 describing, like, the stank and the funk that he has on it, but kind of just that he's a clunky... Yeah, th- there's a little bit of, like, Listen, you he, don't have to be the technically best drummer to be a great drummer. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of <laughs> wow. that stuff. Even though I think it is a... a, a he's a clunky monkey. <laughs> he's a clunky monkey. A moving tribute, you know. I do think it's. I do think all those people have reverence for Ringo. Oh, and they all sit and do the Ringo drum fill from the left. They talk about that. I remember that. Right, because he leads with his left hand. Left hand, even though he's a right-handed drummer. Yeah, crazy. But Ringo's great. It was very cool to see them. I feel bad for my. uh, A friend of mine was saying that he had to get home to his kids uh, towards the end of the concert, the Paul McCartney. This is Paul McCartney at Dodger Stadium a few months ago, and uh, he was like, "Well, that sucks that I have to go, but." I bet I've seen a lot of the best stuff anyway. And he leaves and then suddenly it's like live and let die. And then fireworks go off. And then right after that. uh, So like they're beautiful firework displays that he can't see, but could hear. And he's walking away. And then it's just like, and now Ringo Starr. And it's just like only half the Beatles. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And John Lennon's hologram. (laughs) (laughs) What's funny is he did bring out Joe Walsh and it was like, okay, (laughs) you already brought out out Ringo. (laughs) 
Poor Joe. Um, oh, yeah, you really should. And you got to cap it with the Ringo. Yeah. Were we all there? No. no. Kristen was not. Absolutely not. I was so not sorry. There. I don't Kristen really refused. Care. <laughs> no, I just don't care. I mean, it she sounds, said the Beatles it sounds suck. Nice. It was weird. It was a, that it was is, a line in the that's sand. That's my big thing is I'm a, I'm anti I like Herman's Hermits. <laughs> Fuck the Beatles. Yeah. That's, <laughs> they're my Beatles. Uh, but I, I think a lot of a lot of publications incorrectly reported that it was like the only time Paul McCartney had played with Ringo in 10, 15 years. The and first time Ringo and Paul have met. <laughs> <laughs> but the the last time they had performed together was at that ceremony that we watched from 2015. Did any of them mm-hmm. get it right and, and reference since the hall I'm sure. I'm sure someone did. I just, I, as you know, I recall the ones that didn't know their hall history. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm so delighted that that changed your life. Uh, I loved it. I think about it all the time. It was a really, although who's to say what your memory holds? <laughs> 12 yeah, children there were over monkeys. True. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> they did sing happy birthday <laughs> to <laughs> me. <laughs> that there was a five minute Ringo diss video. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> like, did uh, we watch the same yeah. ceremony? Oh, so great. Everyone were dunked you? on Ringo. Then the kids came out in the overalls. <laughs> and they, like, they sang, we don't need no education. <laughs> too hard? <laughs> uh, okay, sorry, Joe. Tell us, tell us what we're going to do today. What we're in store for. So, I we have the nominations coming up and I wanted to go through essentially what to expect. So if you're listening to this episode, most likely you're you are no expert at the at the hall. I mean, I'm, I know some of you are and we appreciate <laughs> your listenership. But th- this is meant to be like going into this. What is what would be a surprise? What is expected? What is the breakdown of the ballot most likely to look like? Go, you, you're, what to expect when you're expecting a ballot a ballot <laughs> yeah so uh and I, i'm kind of going to break it down in terms of like slots because we think about the ballot sometimes in terms of like oh this is fulfilling this particular genre slot or this era of music and, and then then the the gender slot <laughs> yeah i mean we'll get the to gender it. slot the genre slot which republican bands are you most excited about Oh my God! Well, Kiss is already in. <laughs> so, Nugent, uh, I don't. Oh yeah, Nuge. Nugent has no shot, and it's not because of its politics. It's because he has no good songs. All right, so I, I'm I'm gonna start. What? I just do wonder if there will ever be a president who also was in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Interesting. I feel like categorically no. <laughs> I would hope. Yeah. But who the who's hell the knows? Mo- who's the most likely? Joan Jett. Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl. I can see Dave it. Grohl is lovable. He's cross-generational appeal. It's true. Anything could happen. What do I know? Yeah. it's <laughs> Like truly anything could happen and, and it already has. Let's right. just remember this episode and who said it. <laughs> <laughs> who got it on record first. So let's start off with uh, the zombies. So the zombies were inducted this year. And they kind of represent what we've de- what we've described before. Maybe what Kristen has described before as clearing out the '60s, which is you know <laughs> it the is zombies a phrase that I have said many times. The zombies have been eligible, had been eligible for 30 years. There's not many bands from that era that are still kind of around and worthy. I the one that springs to mind for me is the Guess Who, mm. uh, who we've covered before. But then there's also Tommy James and the Shondells. Uh, I mean, we the monkeys are part of the conversation. I don't think it's going to happen, but stranger things have occurred. 
Yeah, like those are all bands, I guess, except we have never done a Tommy James and the Shondells episode. We've talked and about I them quite a bit. I did recently learn a lot more about them than I ever thought I would. And, and I kind of came around because it's weird of those three bands that you just named, the one that I think should be in the most is the one that I know the least, which is Tommy James. Yeah. Mm. Which is a strangely informed opinion to have. Mm-hmm. And For you? I kind of hate it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, but and then if you go to like a lower tier, Paul Revere and the Raiders. Are... We're on the Revere tier now. Yeah. I don't think so, honey. <laughs> and then like other uh, if we go beyond bands and maybe it's creeping the 70s a little bit. Three Dog Night and then artists like Joe Cocker. Wow. And Harry Nilsson. <gasps> Who, <laughs> Allison? Do you have something to say? I just love them all. Yeah. Uh, the so those it feels like if if those aren't going to creep up anytime soon, we may be passing that era. Although there's still a lot of fifties, I guess that's kind of like you know unfinished business. Yeah, I mean, if you according to our friends. Yeah, I mean, if you creep back on the legacy committee, which someone just um. Call someone on Twitter. A veterans committee, I see, a legacy yeah, committee. I see like one of every twelve tweets that I'm tagged in that have to do with the rock hall. Uh-huh. Or Which like is, I pay attention to like one in twelve. You get you get lumped into a lot of threads. Yeah, just honey, because of your tag in the initial my mentions. But I uh I did see that someone called it the Veterans Committee, which I think is like really nice, but also is that in, is that insulting in any way? To I'm be not put on the legacy or veterans committee for like our elder statesmen of of rock history. I think it's meant to. I think you could be a young person on the veterans committee. I think the point is that you are judging musicians who are veterans. You yourself, as a person on the committee, is not a veteran. I see. I think it's meant to. Yeah, meant to be like okay, let's take a look at Billy Ward and the Dominoes. Let's take a look at the Marvelettes or Leslie Gore, or Connie Francis. Mm-hmm. Or Big Mama Thornton. How do you get to be on the committee? There isn't one. Whoa. There is no veterans Would you, committee. There is no veterans committee, but there's the normal the nominating committee. committee. The nomcom. Uh, how, how do you become someone who does that? Is that something that you would want to do, Joe? You get a secret letter, and yeah, Joe hasn't received. Like, Joe that? has not received an owl. From Are you born into the it? committee? <laughs> I so it's you're you're asked by someone. What? Is this podcast a backdoor pilot into getting you? I, listen, I would love that. What happens you have other is, goals, but is this one of them? <laughs> what happens is in the mail, you receive an order slip for a hoagie. <laughs> and Good you God. put what ingredients you would like to put on your hoagie, and that's and how you, you know. If you choose the correct ingredients, yeah. you are allowed in. Allowed uh, in. No one outside of the music industry is on the nominating committee. You have mm-hmm. to either be a journalist or a musician or... Or a music manager or... Run iHeartMedia or, you know, run a label or... Well, for now, but don't you think they'll eventually be like, we need to get a podcaster in here? Don't yes, like, I do. Let's get a comedian, honestly. Let's do hashtag... Uh, what is it? Joe... Joe His committee. last name is Quazala. <laughs> That's not going to work. That, that they can't know. <laughs> Joe for Nomcom? There we go. All right. Hashtag number Joe hashtag Joe the number four or the uh, the word four. Spell it out. I think Come spell on. it out. Too. You have time. <laughs> We've got the time. 
And then I would say if we're going into the Moody Blues Yes slot, which is like mm. 60s more progressive. Yes hasn't been inducted. They have been. So oh, I'm oh. saying this is kind of like what they were in 2017, what Moody Blues was in 2018, which was like a slightly more progressive rock, but still 60s, 70s. I would put Jethro Tull in there wow. as a... Has as Tull like, ever been on the ballot? I have not mentioned anybody who's been on the ballot. None of these people have been on the ballot. No. King Crimson is another one. Wow. Like an early progressive rock kind of pioneer. What did they does it what did they do? King Crimson. I don't think you would know they have a song called A Court of the Crimson King. You know what you would know? You'd know twentieth century uh schizoids. was sampled in Kanye. Oh, okay. And then I would maybe throw the band Love in there mm. as like kind of a psychedelic. What's a love song? Alone? Um, no, guys. <laughs> What's a song by the band Love? Now, now. Uh, you might know Alone Again. I mean, as a oh. concept, yes. Whoa. Whoa. Oh. Hey, they, sometimes you have to own thyself. They mm. they have a song called Alone, Alone Again or. And then if we move along to like kind of the into the 70s and into like the Roxy Music slot, which is maybe like a, a British group that uh, was influential. Like an art rock-ish kind of. Glam. Glam-ish. Maybe. Like I think the, the main one I think of is T-Rex mm-hmm. as a group that has not been inducted yet or nominated ever. Then there's also like Mott the Hoople. Mott the Hoople is all the young dudes. Yes. Correct. Okay. they performed at the last ceremony yes. so that Ian Hunter has shown up he might they might go hmm I know Joe Elliott from Def Leppard has said recently I would like to get Motha Hoople in the Rock Hall and that's something I'm working on wow yikes but who I knows mean, what me he that's, can I mean not yikes but I just uh, maybe on the American side more like New York Dolls and in some a lot of these are the bands that kind of influenced punk that were like punk before Punk. Yeah, they're like pre-punk. Yeah, they're they're pre-punk, sure. Uh, like maybe the Modern Lovers or MC5 is a group that we can expect to be on the ballot because they've been on the ballot at this point four times. Oh, yeah. Um, it's so interesting that MC5 keeps getting on the ballot. Do you you think that's what's his name? Um, MC5 uh, is like a razor, from, right? Yes, it's MC5 like is short for Mach. Yeah, uh, that's what I thought. <laughs> five razor. Uh, that's... um. Uh, what's his name from uh, Rage? Who's always Tom Morello? On, potentially, right? it could also be John Landau, who's in charge of the nominee committee, who uh, produced one of their albums. I mean, I enjoyed learning about the MC5. Um, I think they are they appeal to the older set and the nominating committee, but they just don't have the name recognition for the voters. To yeah, really... I think that's what's kind of gonna. That's like their constant stopping block. Also, I've asked this before, but I just recently saw Jonathan Richmond live, and mm-hmm. holy moly, it was. A really incredible yeah, experience. He's quite a performer. Oh my gosh! It it was so. It was just. It was really really amazing. And but you don't think that it would be like a um, 
Modern Lovers slash Jonathan Richmond no, type thing. I mean, if I, I think it's a tall order for them to be nominated at all. I just don't see that happening. Yeah. But iconic logo though, baby. It is a good logo. Do they have a logo category? You know, mm. we're pushing for it. We send letters every day, but <laughs> they just take up more space on the plaques at mm. the actual museum. If you which have is, a cool logo, which, which is, is pretty nice, cool. you know? yeah, get some real estate. And then I would throw in like bands like Television or, or the Buzzcocks. Not bands that I'm expecting, but it could happen. You know, they're I wouldn't say in the conversation of this category. I'd say T Rex and Mott the Hoople and maybe New York Dolls are the most likely. How much, and this may have been discussed already, but how much do you think the Rock Hall is just focused on, like, the integrity of the Rock Hall, and how much is it, like, we need to get some new people watching the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? That's a great question. It seems like it's more towards the second category that you've Interesting. brought up. It's hard to tell. They've ma- they've had a populist turn recently, and of course, a, a thing everyone yeah. so, something we saw happen two years ago or a year ago was the possibility of the Oscars including like most popular movie, which then was made fun of to the point that they were like, "We were sorry." N- I am so glad that that did not happen. Yeah. Right. So I mean, it's it's hard to tell. I mean, they keep putting artists that are like like the MC Five on the ballot that are not would not draw numbers, wouldn't get people to the concert, wouldn't get people to watch, but are important to the history of rock and roll music. But at the same rate, those are not the artists that are getting in. Most of the artists that have been inducted recently are the bigger names. Are names. Right. Except for Roxy Music. I don't think of them as a very... They were kind of a shocker. Yeah, and that was a, that's a good indication that the hall can still have... Maybe, as Ali described it, integrity, (laughs) (laughs) while still acknowledging some of these bigger bands. Now, speaking of bigger bands, let's get into the kind of 70s classic rock genre, which is a category... This is where we're headed. We cleaned out the 60s, and now we are... I, listen, I sweeping up the 70s. We didn't really of last year's ballot. I would only really put maybe Todd Rundgren mm. in that category. Even, but even him, he kind of transcends that genre a little bit. He's certainly more interesting pick than when you think of your kind of classic rock filler. One of my very favorites. I chose him this year for my mm-hmm. my ballot. He could return. That would not be a surprise. Uh, the other bands that have not been nominated ever, but we could see, and I would have mixed feelings about it, bands like Foreigner. Or, That's in your dirty dozen. <laughs> yeah, it's the Sinister Six. Oh, Sinister Six. Uh, which I've uh, softened on a little bit just because last year's class was so good. It's like, if you want to throw Foreigner or Bad Company in there, I'm not going to be that pissed because we came off such a good year. I was more pissed coming off of the Bon Jovi year. What is... What is- Bad Company's big songs. Bad Company? <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I know that song. Bad Company. I can deny. I'm going to say this. I think I like Bad Company more than I like Foreigner. Interesting. They both have a lot of songs. Yeah. I mean, I know like Cold as Ice. I think I don't think they either of them suck. Cold so- as Ice sucks. You're as cold as ice. You're willing. I don't think it sucks. I like the kind of in comparison to their other songs. I think that sucks. What's their best song? I don't know. I I, uh, I mean, feels like the first time is probably the love the top. That's a good song. song. See, what do you think is the best foreigner song? I don't know. 
I, but you think the worst one is definitely cold as ice? No, I just okay. don't think that I would, like if I was trying to get someone into Foreigner, I'm not sure if that's what I would play. Maybe I just think it's so mean. I'm not oh, as cold it is as mean. ice. Kind of, <laughs> I'm I nice. mean, it's kind of, I mean, a little misogynist, but it I'm was. cold and nice. You know. <laughs> <laughs> she is cold and nice. Uh, I The Doobie Brothers are another group that I could see on the ballot yeah. that are kind of part of that oeuvre. And then, uh, as also, we get, I don't hate the Doobie Brothers. I, of these groups, I'd say the Doobie Brothers are I probably my favorite. They just have such a stupid name; it's just hard. The name holds it them is back. Really, for sure. really hard. <laughs> it's a killer. We've talked about that before. Bands that just like could, that mm-hmm. they like, sound. I mean, Thin Lizzy is on here, and they've got a very cool name. They've got a cool name. They have the opposite, yeah. where it's like their name is so cool it elevates them. Whereas I think the Doobie Brothers is a stupid name. Yeah. <laughs> and even though they're a pretty good band. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, what if they were called Thin Lizzy and Thin Lizzy was called the Doobie Brothers? Then I would never even be talking about the Doobie Brothers. If like, Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, right. Like that wouldn't even be a conversation like that's how impactful the name switch would be. Mm-hmm. The Boys Keep- Are Back in Town becomes like a weirder song. By the Doobie Brothers? Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, uh, get out of here. No thanks. What are the boys? You're just talking about fucking weed, man. Yeah. The boys. The buds. Is- <laughs> the buds are back the in town. The buds are back in town. <laughs> then the next tier of classic rock is your bands like Boston and Styx, who... I don't know. I don't like those as much as But the then wo- also kind of in this category, who we've seen before, likely to see again, is the Jay Giles band. Mm. They show up quite a bit. Gosh. Although with the Yon being yeah. gone. <laughs> Jay Giles is dead. <laughs> Correct, Allie. But the big guy from it. But Peter Wolf is Peter still Wolf. around and, and showing up to those ceremonies. It, Peter Wolf in Yon's clothing. Uh, Ooh. Yeah. But Yon is not. Jan. As of very recently. Yeah. I just felt like that was a thing that was really giving them all those noms. But also, you know, little Steven really loves them, too. Oh, and he's wow. In the nominating and he committee. literally Still, gets to do whatever he wants, he, whatever he wants as we've yeah. seen. Yes. Uh, and then as we get into 80s rock, which is kind of like the Def Leppard slot, I do think at the at the top of the heap is Motley Crue, especially yep. because of their, their place in the kiosk at the museum. They also... If what are, just, they, are they number one yeah, right Yeah, they're now? number one. If you think of if you're going from Bon Jovi to Def Leppard, I don't, Motley Crue does seem like the next logical step. Yep. If if you want to, if you want it's someone, it's a dangerous from that. tributary that has been opened, mm-hmm. and honey, it leads all the way to Cinderella. <laughs> to Striper. <laughs> what, uh, didn't Motley Crue just have that uh, great the, documentary yeah, out as well? Well, it was not a documentary. It was, oh, it was right. a <laughs> girl. Forgive me, forgive me. Uh, that was a biopic. <laughs> and they had that really popular book. This mm-hmm. our band could be your life. No, right? oh my this god, band no, no, could, no, 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 no. What no, was no, it no. called? It was called the, the Dirt. Dirt. Oh, is that that's also what the movie was called yeah. too? Oh, the our our band could be your life is a is a book I bring up a lot it's about 80s underground music oh so it's about like fugazi and minor threat (laughs) and the minutemen and black flag yeah so that's very very different yeah no the dirt is all about how they were like doing such aggressive drugs and 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 totally off their rockers off their damn rockers uh, but those rockers you gotta stay on your rocker if you want to rock you don't need to be on your get rocker, rocker i guess rocker, get off your rocker and start to rock baby but if we're talking also about metal you know judas priest seems like the band to get in next we're talking about like yeah. true metal but you know i allegedly judas priest did very poorly when they were on the ballot a year ago so if they want to skip over them the next groups to come up would be motorhead or iron maiden iron maiden Judas Priest, that's the coolest. I, I know, right? That's so exciting. 
Also, if if they are thinking about getting people to come to the ceremony, I would go to that. Iron Maiden is yeah, an Maiden extremely popular can band. Tour forever. Mm-hmm. They will huge venues. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maiden. It would be very interesting to have that kind of thing where if you had, because I'm sure we'll talk about like kind of more hip hop acts in a second, and like mm-hmm. it's just really interesting when you have two divergent fan groups hanging like the the janet yes. and the deaf leopard fans at the last ceremony it's very you know? very fun to see that i went to a stray cats concert and there were a lot of gray pompadours and <laughs> it was very fun that they, might be my sexuality <laughs> <laughs> they uh it did look like a bunch of like greg barons walking around that's what i was gonna say and greg proops <laughs> sounds like all, all yeah, the, the greg and, all the greg the proops and barons of the world unite. <laughs> but um i it was very Although that is not my personal pocket that I identify as. It was very fun to be around. You're mm-hmm. not a rock baby I'm not a rock baby uh, <laughs> <laughs> But it, I love when people get all in. Like, that is my yeah. shit. And, and Maiden s- has a ton of Oh, that. yes. So oh, does Judas yes. Priest, but not as much as Maiden. I mean, Maiden has a character. Eddie. Eddie. They've got, they got a, a, a damn skeleton guy <laughs> hangs out. He should uh, he should be the Inclu- he should be included with the inducted inducted members of. Iron <laughs> oh Maiden. my gosh! Imagine if Maiden played and like Eddie like they had they did their show you know <laughs> Eddie drops from they the, could do yeah. what the Simpsons just did at the at Emmys. the Emmys where Homer comes out and then dies. <laughs> I couldn't stop thinking about like man when the Simpsons came out it was such a. It was heralded as being more realistic than the live-action sitcoms and having a heart and an emotional core. And then, like, what is The Simpsons now? He gets crushed by a piano <laughs> like he's Wiley e. Coyote. I did not see this part of the so Emmy. fucking it's stupid. very insane. He comes out as the host and then he dies. <laughs> he, he's crushed. Homer's crushed by a piano. You know, like in The Simpsons. <laughs> That classic Simpsons logic. So weird. Okay, why don't we take a quick break, uh, and then when we come back, we'll keep talking about what to expect for the 2020 ballot of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We'll be... Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Right back. We'll be rock roll. We'll be off our rockers. (laughs) Welcome back, everybody. We hope you had a nice break. We hope over your break... You deleted some emails that, that you, didn't you unsubscribed want. For, from some lists that were no longer serving you. Yeah, you know what? Don't just delete the emails. Take a second. It takes five seconds. Scroll to the bottom of the email, reply. click on subscribe, and you're reply. done. Reply to Warren. <laughs> reply to no, Elizabeth Warren. I would not unsubscribe from her, but I will no, unsubscribe but if from, I'm saying from it, some if other it's folks. an email you don't want, let yourself have right. the joy of unsubscribing. It's very satisfying. And then your your inbox is going to be a nice place. And pretty Gmail soon. even has an option where at the very top it will sometimes unsubscribe for sometimes you. Sometimes it'll ask you if you would li- like this is from a mailing list. Do you want out? Yeah. So and take I'm advantage like, of, of these like, Thanks, G. technological uh, advancements. <laughs> All right. Let's just... I'm going to start calling Gmail G now. I'll be like, thanks, G. I do want to reply. Thanks for that <laughs> cool auto reply. My God. Um, so as, as now we're talking about the 80s. I'm going to start calling Google Ask G. <laughs> Oh it'll be like ask Jeeves. No, I know. No, I know. <laughs> no, I don't think you did because mm. you didn't laugh hard enough. Yeah. I thought well, I don't it think was I pretty at all. good. Um, <laughs> but you smiled. So, so let's talk you about can't hear smiles as we get into uh, the eighties. 
kind of on the other side of metal is post-punk in New Wave. So this mm, is kind of this like... This is kind of where the music I really like starts. Yeah, this is like <laughs> the Cure slot. And so with the Cure now in, I think you're looking at Depeche Mode as the most likely to be on the ballot. And then under that is... They I are think, British, yes? Yes, they are. I just am my curiosity about Depeche Mode. About Depeche Mode. My curiosity about Depeche Mode Uh is I'm wondering. Uh I gotta go. I'm just wondering. No, no, no. I've got a question. You can't have the Depeche Mode if you don't eat. I've got a bit of a query. Depeche Mode is Depeche Mm -hmm. with ice cream. Mm -hmm. What? Depeche Mode is Depeche (laughs) with ice cream. (laughs) How dare you? Uh, G, I got to ask G if Um, that's right. But underneath... Oh, no, but my question about... My my thought about Depeche Depeche Mode Mm -hmm. is I wonder if they... Did they break through as hard here? I know that they were really popular in the 80s, but I think people... Give, think of them as a very like of their time band. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know because I think they still draw a crowd. Do they? Yeah, I think they. I think they do the bowl when they're they in do. LA. Yeah, I think they're that level of an. They're act. hot shit. Yeah, they're hot shit. We've I, never done a Depeche Mode episode, so no. I, I'd be very curious to get into it. Truly, yeah. I mean, I think it's likely that they'll be on the ballot, and then we can cover them once that happens. You think it's likely they'll be on the ballot? I think if someone's going to take the cure slot, yeah, I think it's going to be. Did Depeche you draft Mode. them this year? Did anybody I didn't draft them? them, no, but they were on my list. Hmm. I think the Smiths would have been in that slot if Morrissey could have kept his mouth shut. He could just uh, keep his shit together. Did he yeah. say something about the hall in particular? He's or, never said I anything mean, about the hall. He says things about immigrants. Right now. Yeah, yes. He's no, mostly no. just a I, Nazi. When yeah. I say a problem right now, that's no, what, what I'm mean. saying. I think he's a bad guy and we don't like him. He also said shit about a lot yeah. of groups. I don't. I I know, thank you on Morsi, but, but did he talk about the hall? But badly? I'm just well, because I wonder if that could break through, right? Like, yeah, like to the hall vo- voters. I don't mm-hmm. I don't know that it necessarily would. Um, but yeah, I think they would because they've been nominated before. Both Depeche Mode and Smiths have been nominated before. I just think Depeche Mode's probably in the slot now given that they're not Nazis and it seems like the committee likes them. And then I think after those two, Joy Division slash New Order would be in the conversation. Potentially, if Depeche Mode, they might be right underneath there. They should probably be before because they kind of led the post-punk movement with The Cure, even if we're talking about Joy Division, even a little bit before. And then if we're talking about New Wave, I think Duran Duran yeah, is Yeah, they likely. have a good shot this year. And I think Did someone get them on the draft? Jimmy did, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he did. He Jimmy got Duran Duran. That was a good pick. Just imagine a class where it's Motley Crue and Duran Duran. I'm just saying, like, the 80s are... I know. I, it feels like we're definitely sweeping up the 70s, and now it's an 80s explosion, honey. I mean, like, if, you look at, if you look at last year and even the year before, you look at the artists, and you're looking at The Cure and Stevie Nicks and, and Janet and Def Leppard, those are all 80s groups. Yeah. Wow. You it, know, we are. it seems like we are trafficking in the 80s groups at the moment. Uh, we should all go see my dad's Eddie's cover band Night Rider every Knight Friday Rider? at the Gas Lamp in Long Beach, California. Yeah. I definitely would. They're amazing. They're fun. I've seen them. They're they're better than they need to be because yeah. most people are just excited to hear the songs they know, but they actually yeah. they're a tight really operation. Take the, they take my mom is time. considering moving to Long Beach. I can't wait to talk to you off pod about it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm very excited because I she would totally dig an 80s cover band. <laughs> a group that I feel like is not uh, doesn't give, get the due that they deserve, but should. I think be in the Hall of Fame is in excess. <gasps> oh, more than word. 
Nice. Just kidding. That's extreme. I was saying that I have more uh, words. Yeah, than to talk about in excess. In excess oh is, my um, gosh. What's the most famous in excess Need song? you tonight. and moment. I've got to let you so in excess has never been brought up or no. anything. Gosh, no. never tear us apart. I think is like one of the most perfect songs. You were there. Two worlds colliding, and they could never. You look into it and you're like, oh yeah, In Excess has like 20 songs that everybody knows. Yeah. It's it's wild. Um, but oh. if we're talking about the uh, the kind of Devo slot, now Devo could be on the ballot again uh, on, of kind of the quirkier side of, of New Wave. I get the feeling they'll cycle someone else in. Could it uh, be the B-5s? The B-52s to me seem like the most likely. Uh, That'd be cool. They've never been nominated. They've right? never been nominated. They're never noms. Now, the Eurythmics have been nominated before. Ooh. And they also, I think, would occupy a similar slot. Truly, you are correct. And the Go Go's also. Honey, as we know. Get them in there. Get them on. <laughs> fucking them in, induct them all. all. Rock them all. Let's do it. Uh, so they, they are I got also, the Go Go's, right? That was you in did. my draft. Yeah, you drafted yes. the Go Go's. Yeah. yeah, I did a good job. So they also, though, as we know from when Alan Light, who's on the nominating committee, talked on SiriusXM revealing the nominations last year, referred to the Go Go's as being more, though, in the Stevie Nicks slot. We got oh, because they're women. To the poll. Sorry, <laughs> we, we have to go goes to <laughs> yeah, the poll. Gotta go goes to the poll. <laughs> Thank you, Alan. <laughs> Pokemon Go goes to the poll. <laughs> what was kind of uh, disappointing uh, about hearing this that guy is because he sees them more as women than as a rock band. Yes, which is exactly. I want to melt my microphone which with rage. That <sighs> the committee was like, okay, it's this idea of clearing a lane. Which I get on some level, but like depending on how you determine what the lane is determines how problematic we find it. Like mm-hmm. I get if you're not going to put the Cure and the Smiths and the Depeche Mode, uh, the Depeche Mode, on, <laughs> if you're not going to put all Facebook. those uh, and Eagles, if you're not going to put all those bands in the same ballot, I get that because they are in the same lane. Yes, and you're making it an easier shot for one of those bands by only putting one of them, right? Yes. But Stevie Nicks and the Go-Go's do not occupy the same The names lane. that were brought up for this quote-unquote lane, I'm for gonna, the Stevie Nicks lane. I'm getting ready to be mad. Was the Go-Go's mm-hmm. and Pat Benatar you and mother- Cindy Lauper. What? Which to me, they all are, are very distinct. But I think the argument was that it's like 80s The closest I driven. could see would be that like maybe Cindy and Stevie in that it is... Oh, not even mm. no i see cindy and pat benatar being cindy more similar maybe no because like cindy is so singular she's so unusual <laughs> uh, <laughs> right like she's so singular it's insulting yeah. <laughs> i hate that i think of the of the ones we've mentioned they've never been on the ballot yeah. i think benatar it feels like benatar's time because she is that slot but she's also Full classic rock. Yeah. She is classic rock all day as far as I'm concerned. Same here. And I think that she would be very appealing to the voters and I think people would be into it. And she shreds, man. And she fucking shreds. She shreds. Her and Neil Geraldo. What's her yeah, husband's her name? Yeah, her husband and collaborator <laughs> Neil yeah, Geraldo. Yeah, that she... Whatever. 
always has to be she has to build with now. Interesting. Papanatar is such a good uh, scream, such a good yell. Yes. And yeah. also, oh that's God. a fucking kick-ass rock name. Pat Benatar. Yeah, Fuck it really yeah. is. Like, it sounds like she kicks ass. And guess like what? A mythical do. creature. <laughs> it's like the opposite of the Doobie Brothers. Yes. So anyway... I think Kate Bush, maybe if I mean, if we're being weird about this category, you could throw Kate Bush in here as well. She is more of a Stevie. Kate yeah. and Stevie. Now there, of, I could see that's a lane. Yeah. You don't want to put Kate Bush and Stevie Nicks on the same ballot. I, I agree. <laughs> too much. Too flowy, be, flowy clothing. That would be too much. I don't think that but Kate Bush has been on the ballot before, so she could make a return. Although I'm not. Uh, I don't know. I don't. She's see not it hot this year. This year. <laughs> I thought last year she had a shot, but not this year. But I guess it was the Stevie Lane. It's not going to happen. It, <laughs> Allie's smoking a cigar now. <laughs> She's Listen, lighting kid. a dollar bill on fire and lighting her cigar with it. Listen, Very weird. Kid. Clue in. And then I think the the t- kind of tear underneath that that I don't see happening, but could happen eventually, is the Bengals. Uh, let's talk about. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh God, really kicking her feet up. Oh. <laughs> uh, I love the Bengals. They're great. Well, and Susanna Hoffs gave a great Susanna speech Hoffs. last For year. The zombies, yeah. And not a great speech, but she just looked very gorgeous and was 60, yeah. which like no one could she's believe. She's great on Twitter. She's mm-hmm. yeah, she's she's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. We we hear Stan Susanna Hoffs. Yeah. Um okay, let's talk about the next <laughs> category, which is the Janet Lane. Uh now Janet was inducted, so you could say this opens up now for the uh, R&B women. Whitney. Whitney seems like the the <laughs> top choice. How, I, if if it go it goes if you're if you're trying to get Janet through, it feels like Whitney should be next. Listen, of I get that so era emotional. of that genre. Whitney Cummings. <laughs> Whitney, I am of course yeah. referring to Whitney Cummings of the show Whitney. I also, I mean, I know it's crazy. I drafted her, but I think Shaw Day is also in that you lane. You are out of your goddamn mind. I mean, she is, she is in that lane, and yet <laughs> <laughs> I'm wild. You are truly wild. Like I, I do not have the expertise that you do, but I can tell I you right I now, went, I went there nuts. is literally. It is such a low chance. That's why I went for it. Because if it happens, we're all going to scream. (laughs) (laughs) And then I think later on in this category, you are going to see Mariah Carey. You're going to see Mary J. Blige and TLC. Uh, Some might say the divas would be coming. Yeah, but I don't think... don't think you can do Mariah before Whitney. Could we get sauce? After we have a woman precedent, that's yeah. for damn sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, yeah, you would not consider those artists before Whitney. Uh, and then if you want to even go back further, we're talking about kind of the Shaka Khan slot, mm. who will likely be nominated again with her band Rufus. But Was she nominated solo this she's last been nom- No, she's she- so she's been nominated twice as Shaka, but the last two times it's been with Rufus. Was that the last time? Last year was last she? Year she was we, nominated. This, yeah, it was. It was with Rufus. She's a annual nominee. She's a perennial nominee. <laughs> um, but if we're talking about okay, the women in that genre R and B who were influential, you're looking at Dionne Warwick, LaBelle, Roberta Flack. Oh my God, Tina Turner solo. Tina Turner solo. You put Whitney in. You put Tina in solo. You get Dion on the belt. Let's do it, people. Induct the divas. Like, Sounds like you're making a soup. You put little Janet Tina in. Is, I'm making a great. I'm making an R and bisque. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, a diva stro- A diva stroni. <laughs> 
All right. Delish. But, I mean, the thing to expect, unfortunately, is that, like, one of those names, not more than one. Mm -hmm. Just based on on how they try to determine Mm -hmm. these lands. And then, I mean, we talk about Rufus, too. Rufus was kind of a funk band as well. So then there's kind of the R&B slash funk soul. Brothers. Or, yeah, (laughs) funk soul brothers. Yeah. Bands like the Spinners and the Meters have been on the ballot before, likely to return. I would I think. confuse those if I were on the committee. Yeah, yeah, you'd be like, which are we? I still the number of times that let me see if I can remember a Spinners song, and you will tell me if I'm correct. The number of times I've asked what the Spinners songs are, <laughs> it, 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 you could do a super cut of it, and it would be two to three minutes long. Uh, I hope easily. the Spinners aren't listening. Oh my god! Uh, I, I okay. Hope not. Is I'll be around. Yes, that the is spinners. a Spinner song. Okay. Yay! And that's an incredible. Song. So I remembered one, and I do know that song. It's a yeah. great song. Maybe the best Spinner song, though, is Could It Be I'm Falling in Love? Okay, spinners. So got great. A lot. And then the meters are meters are more are a New Orleans funk band, and you would know Sissy Strut. Yeah, that's it. That song rules. Honestly, that kicks ass. And then you know there was a, a artist named Joe Tex who has shown up a bunch. Who was like kind of a James Brown type oh. uh, soul singer. Joe Tex, T-Rex, let's do it. <laughs> and then uh, the band War has been on the ballot a few times before. Uh, but of the artists that have never been nominated that I think could show up, Cool and the Gang, the Commodores, Barry White, Luther Vandross. Wow. Cool yeah, the Gang? Cool. That's so fun. Mm-hmm. I want to go. Cool and the Gang is great. And also, if I mean, they have a ton of great songs over the decades, the 70s and 80s, but... Cool and Gang is one of the most sampled in hip hop. That's yeah. true. And that's I think an important distinction. I remember in the 90s when Barry White had a huge resurgence yes, in the 90s. Yes, absolutely. Now, also, what's happening is we're having a 90s resurgence. So I think you wait two years when we're like fully into, you know, everyone's wearing chokers again. We've got little <laughs> butterfly clips in the uh-huh. hair. Then we've got a new Charlie's Angels movie coming out. Literally, it's <laughs> yeah. happening. So Which it's like the, the third iteration of the... Tra- I mean, yeah. it's wild how hard we're going into the 90s. Mm-hmm. And I think what's going to happen with all of that is another We'll get the 70s comeback of, of the 90s of, Exactly. Again. It's going to yeah, happen. So I'm almost positive it will. And I think that's going to be Barry White's ticket to the hall. He's very deserving. Uh, unfortunately, because he's dead... He's. I feel like he's not seen as a priority, but mm. I just think. I mean, can you think of a? I mean, anyone who sounds like Barry White, like Me. he's just singular, iconic voice. Uh, no one is more synonymous. Been in the Simpsons. He Whacking Day. <laughs> Barry White showed up at Whacking Day. 
at the Simpsons. <laughs> oh, another thing that you guys might not know is that Allie has a podcast about the Simpsons, and she also co-wrote a book about the Simpsons. Mm-hmm. And we'll get to that in the plug. I know, sure. but and and Joe also loves the Simpsons. That's why the Simpsons That's have why come keeps up so many up. times. Just kind of some might say apropos of nothing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the so uh, Radiohead got inducted this year, so that kind of opens up a slot for '90s bands and 90s artists and kind of alt rock i would say so rage against the machine was also nominated this year i expect them to be back again yeah i think they will too. but now that radiohead's in i think it opens the the door for a nominated act before nine inch nails they yeah. seem to be at the They're top so cool wait nine inch nails has never been nominated. They, they have been nominated they have yeah they were i mean uh they he uh wow. was nominated the first year eligible in 2015 and everyone laughed at me, and then this year it was such a good pick. Well, because I think the radio, I think with Radiohead now I that I married it last year, and I on chose the, them on the draft. Yeah, uh, they were in uh, the latest season of Twin Peaks, which was a really Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, which was a very bizarre choice that mm-hmm. got people talking. Hell yeah! Okay, so David Lynch stands. Uh, Jane's Addiction has also been nominated before. Really? And the, the thing is, when I you, am. I can't believe that. It's because if you talk about alt rock and grunge and that movement, they were kind of first. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're a big deal. I mean, definitely. And they started Lollapalooza essentially. Mm-hmm. You know, just like fucking change the game was a very huge yeah. deal. Um, I'm just like wow. Jane's Addiction has been nominated and Pat Benatar has not. I'm just, just like, yeah. that is where I, uh, that is where I'm getting okay, that's, my yeah, indignation. Where that's where my what? incredulity sure, comes sure. from. And it is not misplaced. And then of the other 90s artists that have not been nominated, but I could see getting on the ballot, Soundgarden, Smashing Pumpkins, Beck. I do love Mason Beck. I just recently re-listened to uh, Midnight Vultures. And you know what? Beck it's will- a cool and good album. All right. Beck will get in. It's just a matter yeah. of when they believe that it's the right time. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a shame that uh, Billy Corgan has uh, gone the Off Morrissey the... route. Yeah. I mean, not not <laughs> not not. He hasn't gone hard. full Nazi. He's, He's just, just dabbling in the alt right. In the alt right, yeah, for sure. And just like not denouncing it. He's like, yeah, mm-hmm. I said it. Good God. I'm like, cool. You're so edgy. And then, uh, you know, I don't see Allison Chains being in the conversation yet, but maybe down that's the road. That's when we're when we're clearing out the nineties. Yeah, which in thirty years. Yeah, that's when that's when Allison Chains really comes into the conversation. And then other nineties artists that uh, I think will be in the conversation at a certain point are artists like PJ Harvey and Alanis and yes. Liz Fair. Oh my gosh! And that kind of ties into the next Alanis- category. How long has she been eligible for? A few years because she had like a whole Canadian career. We have before to do an Little episode Bill. on her. I yeah. think it would be a delight and I would mm-hmm. really... oh Get Dave Coulier in here to advocate for her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would show how far they've come. Yeah. So I think the next, the the next category begin. is one that you could kind of put those last three artists in, which is singer-songwriter. Mm-hmm. Usually this category is more on the John Prine tip, you know, mm-hmm. who was nominated this year. And that, to me, I think of Carly Simon, I think of Warren Zevon, aforementioned Harry Nilsson, mm-hmm. Nick Drake, Cheryl Crow, Carol King. As Cheryl a and Carol, put them both in, put them in together, have them do a fun duet. I'd love it. And I think an artist, if, if again, if they're thinking more about like 
what's going to be exciting for name recognition Cheryl. sting or as a solo artist oh i don't yeah in general i don't love i mean it's fine i think he could do it but it'd he's be, been nominated I, before so i wouldn't be mad if he so. got in but it would just just be kind of a boring mm-hmm. i guess people might be, get me. mad if he won uh kind of for his second time above uh someone maybe that's a woman yeah, yeah, like uh, Tina Turner, perhaps. That might make that Yeah, might I think so. It's like, do we, do, do we need to induct this guy a second time when we still haven't acknowledged so many of these women for the first time? But if he gets sick, I think he, <laughs> <laughs> he has a shot. So Sting gets stung. Uh, and then kind of connected in a John Prine sense is it, there's this idea of country. It, how does country fit into the Hall of Fame? We know Paul Schaefer, who's on the nominating committee, advocated for Willie Nelson this year. Which he's, makes total sense. He's extremely country, though, so then you wonder if if you go down this country... Dolly, Dolly, <laughs> yeah. Dolly. Jolene, 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 Jolene. I'm begging of you, please don't take my man. Come on. Um, I think a lot of men would storm out. <laughs> I hope so. Because then we could have a party. Yeah. With the, ones, the ones who are gone, that's great. Yeah. But, you know, Conway, Conway Twitty and Graham Parsons have been nominated before. They're kind of in the in the country side of things. And then, you know, in the sense that John Prine kind of is, in a sense, a little bit. You know, he's folky. He's country. He's a lot of different things. So are artists like Emmylou Harris or mm. Lucinda Williams or Steve oh. Earle or Loretta Lynn or Waylon Loretta. Jennings. Are, Take me is, home. Are any of those people no, in? Okay, they're not. They've never been nominated. Uh, I think they're just kind of on the side of country that keeps them out. But if we're starting to expand that, especially if Willie Nelson gets in, then it's like all bets are fucking off. John Mellencamp is in, right? He is. Yeah. Let's take a hard left into the LL Cool J slot, Ooh. which is the hip hop slot. Which we are under the impression that there will we'll only go to be, Biggie. There will only be one slot, and we'll go to Biggie. It would be nice. I mean, it might not be this year. Eventually, the ballot's going to have to have more than one hip-hop slot. Yeah. it's And that will be great. I mean, I could see a world where Biggie and Outkast are both on the ballot and both get in. That like, I think they're both, both so influential and important that they I, could both get in. I agree. However, I think of the voting body, mm-hmm. and I do not think that Outkast has penetrated the voting body in the way that it has the rest of the world. Interesting. I wonder. They, I, I mean, they're I just don't, I, because I know so my mom, huge, for example, who's a cool hip lady uh, in her late 50s, and she definitely knows the song Hey Ya, but right. she 100% does not know that it is by Outkast. She does not know the band Outkast. Interesting. She probably knows. But she like, has heard of Notorious B.I.G. Like, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, I'm, I know my mom has heard of Outkast, but she would never be able to name a song. Right. And that, I think, is what holds back Outkast because they are actually too cool. Like, they... Um, Interesting. They the broke through. They were so important to mm-hmm. our generation. And, and even yeah, even before I think because they were uh, like Hey Ya is pretty late into what they were already kind of doing. Yeah, oh, right, 
right, like but you're, 10 years but in. But nobody, Aquemini is not um, registering with the Hall voters. I'm mm. telling you that for free, other than our man Questlove. Like, right. I do not, I, I just think that realistically, their impact and importance uh, is not registered to the older voters. Okay. Uh, that's an interesting theory. I'm curious. Just because they were so big, I wonder. But who knows? Mm-hmm. This is the scenario where there's two hip hop artists on the ballot. Like, it could be I'm LL, like LL and, Biggie. and Biggie. That could happen. Because I, I do but think I really LL, think, at least they would know who that is. I think it's just going to be Biggie. Yeah. I don't think we're at the point where there's going to be two hip hop artists on the ballot. I would love to get out of this era where we can only have one lane. Right. But again, this is the thing where they're doing it out of love because they want to make it easier and i know that the nominating committee does want more hip-hop acts in the hall so the idea is like well if it's only ll he'll have a better shot versus if he was competing with an artist like a tribe called quest or wu-tang or snoop dogg uh, who are all artists that i think have an outside shot of being on the ballot probably not this year but eventually same with i mean the artists who've been nominated before africa bambata and eric b and rakim who knows if they're ever going to fucking show up again. They were just so important in early hip-hop, but it seems like we've passed them by. I think that is going to be a retcon. I think we're mm-hmm. going to get a lot more recent stuff in, and then once the... Go back and get De La yeah, Soul. Exactly. Get, Come yeah. get your boy. <laughs> right. And then, I mean, salt and pepper in the Fugees, I think. Holy moly. You That's gotta. Not yet, probably, but yeah. they should. And then that kind of, the next category I would, when we're talking about big artists, the hall is good about nominating underground artists, but they don't seem to do well with the voting body. Mm. You know, like mm-hmm. the replacements have been on the ballot before. So cool. Bad Brains has been on the ballot before. Wow. Which is great. And, you know, will there be a slot for that this year? I could see it going to the Pixies because they... They fulfill that requirement, but also people know their song. recently too yeah. i think the pixies could be on the ballot they're so good they are really great like, and they're touring and they're, and, they, and they're not problematic right no they no okay Mm-mm. great i'm just like actually fairly no. woke no, 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 no. say they're not right come um, on come also on. and it's the not all of uh kim uh shattuck who played with them for oh. a week and, you know but <laughs> i was like i was like deal? not not kim no. deal no jeez i'd be crying um but I mean, and the very least for the Pixies too, they're not all white and they're not all men. Yeah, you know, so that's a good thing. Uh, but then uh, other artists that could be considered for that slot: Black Flag, Sonic Youth, Wow, uh, Pavement, Wow, Wow, Husker wow. Du, oh. Minor Threat, Fugazi. And then if Oof. you if you go back before that, an art artist that was influential to all of them that kind of I think personifies the idea of being an underground artist that people love that no one uh, bought their albums is Big Star. very best band I mean, that isn't the Beatles. There's a whole there's whole songs about like I mean, the, the replacements they get has ch- yeah, yeah. Alex Chilton as one Alex of their songs. Chilton.
So it seems like they should come before any of these. It'd but be cra- it's like it's not crazy, but it's just funny because like arguably one of the replacements' best songs is about. It's about that like thing. I don't I never yeah. travel very far with a little big star. Yeah, like yeah, so good. And you know Westerberg would induct Big Star. Yeah, there's there's no other choice in my mind, uh, except they they would probably pick Michael Stipe. Um, <laughs> and that is of the categories that's kind of it there's some floaters like craft work you know are nominated every other year i'm not predicting that they'll be on the ballot this year just because it seems to be on <laughs> odd number years yeah. and then also kind of on my list the of odds. of loners los lobos have been nominated before honey i love them and i, <laughs> I don't know that they're going to return uh no. it'd be fun toots and the maytals is another group that i think could wind up on the ballot as kind of an out of left field choice there's also a category i mean subcategory which is just like weirdos like captain beefheart and bjork and can uh who i could see showing up on the ballot uh and then there, like we've talked about artists that have passed don't seem to be on the priority list which is mm-hmm. too bad because artists like dick dale and wow. george michael and leslie gore uh should be on there and then uh, we'll find out when the ballot comes out what the kiosk truly means, because uh, it's the list that the museum goers are voting, and the current top choices are Motley Crue, Blink-182, Iron Maiden, The Dave Matthews Band, Styx, Cher, Boston, and Weezer. Wow. I would say if any of those show up on the ballot of these kiosk artists, I think that's a indication that the kiosk is meaningful, because I don't see any of those artists... Other than Motley Crue. I don't think Motley Crue gets in without the power without of the, the kiosk. the power of the people? Yeah, I don't think so. Weezer and Blink-182, huh? Yeah. Blink-182 is is so active, it's insane. They really are. I, I, there were obviously years where they were dormant, right? Because mm-hmm. they, they are having quite a comeback. It's they kind are. of insane to me. Yeah. It's the 90s. I, they're back. They <laughs> they're really, right. they're so back. Teen rom-coms are back. Like everything that, <laughs> okay. I, no, no, but Settle I down. just mean like all <laughs> the things. teen rom-coms. <laughs> With Blink and Weezer, those also are part of this first year eligible, which we've had an whole episode talking about, which is Notorious B.I.G., Oasis, Wilco, Elliot Smith, Daft Punk, Slater Kinney. If they show up, that'd be interesting, although it feels like for a lot of them, they're probably going to have to wait outside of Biggie, is my guess. It would be wild if Slater Kinney was FYE. <laughs> yeah, it would be nuts for them to be on the ballot, even if they didn't get in. Yeah. You know? Uh, but that is what I would say. That's an exhaustive review of what to look for, surprises, expectations for this upcoming ballot, which should be very soon. And are you guys able to, or do you save it for a different episode, share which ones, like, of the ones we discussed, you would be the most excited about? Like, I know you kind of spoke a little bit throughout, but... Yeah, I mean, on a personal level, if the Pixies were finally on the ballot and the B-52s, those would... I'd get really, really excited. Because yeah. they'd never been on the ballot before. I would love to see the Go-Go's on the ballot. Me too. It, it would be very meaningful to me if they were on the ballot. Mm-hmm. If there was, I mean, obviously Whitney and Tina. Mm-hmm. Any diva any is going to get you going. Any <laughs> diva is going to do it for me. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, those, those, and just more women. If there are more women on the ballot, I will be so excited. Yeah. I, I, it, you know, rock is expansive. Uh, and so it's hard to, it's hard to know what's going to make the cut. 
it would also be i mean i'm, I'm fully expecting depeche mode but if it ended up being Joy Division New Order, and if they put them together, oh my gosh, your vindication level would be through because the that's roof. my that's my uh, pedestal uh, that Joy Division and New Order should be inducted together. That makes so much sense because they're the same band. Come on, get out of here! But those would be the ones I would be most excited to see. And I like Kristen. If there are more women, if it was a diverse ballot, I don't like it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Weezer or nothing. What about you, Allie? Um, a lot of things uh, were very exciting to to think about. Um, I, 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 Great answer. <laughs> I agree with what you guys said, and I think Pixies especially, but uh, Divas for sure. I, I honestly think Iron Maiden would be really exciting. I mm-hmm. think that that seems like a win. I would love. I would be. I would want to go. Yeah. I it, love Iron Maiden. I yeah. think they rock so hard. And they put on a fucking show. <laughs> I would totally go to that them. show. They have rabid, fran- rabid fans. Rabid fans. They've got rabbit fans. <laughs> rabbit fans. <laughs> and I think the most disappointing would be if there were a lot of classic rock artists on the ballot, only because we would know they would take up as many slots in the class. Mm. They would end up all just waltzing into induction. Yeah. Not to say that like Foreigner or the Doobie Brothers or even Bad Company aren't Bad worthy. Company. But if they were up the three of those were on the ballot and like Jethro Tull was on the ballot, Ugh. all four of them would would be inducted. We just know mm-hmm. that's what happens. So limiting that number of artists in that category frees up the representation of other genres, which is what makes the rock all great. Yeah. A lot of things make it great. Thank you, Ellie. Let's be honest. Okay. Let's be honest. <laughs> okay. Uh, there are some things that make it that that attempt at greatness 2015 <laughs> best thing i've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> well Allie, she's you- converted she spent the entire first episode she was ever on convince trying to convince me i didn't have to do this podcast <laughs> cut to she watches one induction ceremony yeah. and is like well Perfect. this is the great that's well, possible i'm trying to replace you i'm just like you don't want to do it i like it though <laughs> i'm just kidding the dynamic would be shot if i <laughs> yeah uh you'd be too into it you, you would like it more than exchange me one brunette with glasses for another hey i'm blonde now listeners she's blonde also uh ali thank Mm. you so much for doing this absolutely i would love to give you the opportunity to plug away your social Uh, media your podcast your book thank you uh i'm at ali gert on all the things i have a podcast that is called round springfield uh this is a new version a new show it is not everything's coming up coming up simpsons where we talk to simpsons writers about other projects they have worked on including failed pilots our first guest is david x cohen uh we talked to tim long and that comes out in january so subscribe do it cool and then uh, i have a book called 100 things simpsons fans should know and do before they die which is not that good but it's cheap <laughs> uh and if you like the simpsons and like to just have books that are about them i think that's uh one to buy <laughs> <laughs> that's great yeah. a rousing endorsement thank you Allie. Mm-hmm. all right uh and then, I mean, my uh, I should start doing this. My half-hour special on Comedy Central comes out on November 8th. Oh, my uh, gosh. On uh, Comedy Central at 11 p.m. Eastern. So I'll, I'll be plugging that probably every week until that comes Yay. out. Yeah, you can email us, rockhallpod at gmail.com, uh, Twitter and Instagram, at rockhallpod. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, rate and review us five stars only. If you're leaving a review because of this episode... Ask G. You should say Ask G. Uh, thank you to Mike Lloyd for the logo. Thank you to Yusuke Kim for the music. Thank you to Joey Devine for the equipment. Tickled. Thank you to Chad Briggs and Dave Schilling for letting us record in the home that I share with them. Thank you to Pantheon Podcasts for hosting us. I am Joe Kozala. I'm Kristen Stuttered. And who cares? How about the Rock Hall? We'll see you at 5 a.m. No, really? <laughs>
Hey, this is Travis. And I'm Quentin. And we're the hosts of No Filler Podcast. Each week, we take an album and dive into the tracks between the singles. We believe that more often than not, it's the songs that weren't singles that are sometimes the best tracks on the album. So far, we've covered everything from Sade to Korn. In each episode, we'll dive into a little history of the artist and the album of choice, with snippets from interviews and concerts, as well as music from the album itself. Check us out on the Pantheon Podcast Network or anywhere else you get your podcast from. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. Fantasy Points. 